This is Bible Talk Walk, and just want to make a quick update um, how things are going, how God's leading, and um, I definitely see Him showing up, just how things correlate. Uh, that's always encouraging. Um, things are random, yes, but it's always encouraging just praying that God is active in our lives. Um, even in kind of the seemingly miraculous ways um, that maybe the the things that we don't really notice, but there's still his hand, maybe not like a legitimate sign and wonder that's meant to change everybody's life, but um, definitely signs of hopefulness. Uh, in our own lives so I just I, I see that um, just things that seem encouraging and uh, kind of holding on to those um, but today I want to talk about um, just how the Bible and living it out talking about it is um, it's just a learning um, I wouldn't say like process but it's just it's a learning in um relationship with the one true God and um just having Jesus as our friend um through life so learning slowly is kind of how I feel sometimes <laughs> and yeah everyone can be really critical towards people that learn slowly but and I'm not saying I learn fast or slow you know sometimes I learn fast you know I I was able to get a degree I mean I could have not done that that would have been maybe a little slower of a of a process uh, <laughs> not getting a degree but God blessed it and I was able to persevere through adversities and stay in the Christian communities to uh, get a ministerial leadership degree. So I'm praying that that is useful and definitely have a lot of, uh, need a lot of wisdom to really seek out God's will for career and how to fulfill um, God's calling uh, with ministry leadership learning and um, just had a lot of pros and cons since graduation um, probably just to try to stay on the humble side you know most of the cons would be things that I had brought upon myself but pros um they always they're always there and you know we're supposed to count our wins so uh many good things um through it all you know so it's a learning uh, curve at times but learning slowly uh not you know i don't think everyone is made for special things um necessarily but we can still learn and prosper no matter what um for example um 
there's a verse I wanted to look up. Um, it is not everyone is made for special <laughs> things. Bible, and this is way off, but it's a, there's a general gist I'm looking for here. It's uh. They popped up Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. That's not right. Um, all men are created equal. Amen. But uh, that's the American thing. Okay, so it's actually Jesus that said that. Uh, not that, but he said uh, some are made for ordinary things. Bible. See, it now it just pops right up because I actually remembered Second Timothy two twenty. Let's go to the Bible Gateway here. Uh, King James or KJ twenty one. I don't know what that is. Uh, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor, some to dishonor. Uh, yeah, that doesn't sound right, does it? <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, actually, Romans 9.21 would be more along the lines of what I was thinking of, but I think 2 Timothy 2.20 might have something there uh, about maybe God's kingdom, which I want to get to. But Romans 9.21 does not the potter have the right to make out of the same lump of clay some pottery for special purposes and some for common use? So if you feel like a special purpose kind of person, praise God. And I think that's a blessing. I also think it's God's will and it's his plan that he's made some for common use. Now, does that mean like... India, how they oppress the poor and make them into, um, you know, other places do this too, probably, but I just heard in the book, uh, uh, Christian Ethics, which is a very controversial book, do not play that out loud at your workplace unless you want people feeling really awkward and convicted, which I was like, I don't really want that necessarily, but I that was kind of the result, and then I was asked to turn it off because it's just controversial hot-button stuff. It's like, it, it, you know, gentleness is a fruit of the Spirit, which that was part of the issue. But still, it's like, I thought I was hanging out with some Christians that wanted to learn about some cool stuff, but it is what it is. God is good. Um, regardless, Christian ethics by... Um, and I have to get the author, but it's fine. Just look up Christian ethics books. You'll you'll find some serious stuff. Um, but anyway, uh, the one I was reading, uh, I could look it up, but uh, shoot, I'll look it up. Ain't I don't have time, but whatever. Looking it up. Um, Christian ethics by. Oh, Joe E. 
Troll and James E.C. Sorry, that's ministerial ethics, which is also good. I'm thinking of evangelical ethics. Sorry. Issues facing the church today. So it's more of an evangelical perspective, but it has a ton of statistics by John Jefferson. And uh highly suggest that. Um, read that in the Heidelberg read part of that, got told to turn it off. Uh it's offending people, I think, or they were just infantile. They didn't they it it it, it gets into some touchy subjects when it gets into uh just <laughs> you'd have to read it and be like, Imagine reading this out loud. Anyway. Um, I didn't read it out loud. I just had it playing, uh, you know, audio while I was, um, working. So, um, regardless, back to what I was saying real quick, um, does, you know, some things are made for ordinary use, some, um, common use. And so India, in that book, it was saying India had, basically taking the uh, lower class people, which they considered, I think the book called them uh, serfs or something. So I don't know. They have a caste system and it's just messed up. And not to mention like the prostitution that they endorse. Not all of them, obviously. There's tons of politicians, but, you know, it's still happening in areas where it's like they're really promoting a lifestyle of prostitution and it's just it's like it's a cult slash caste system issue and um, I'm sure it's being dealt with on varying levels but um, but at the same time it's part of their tradition and it's unfortunate Um, similar probably to the temple prostitutes in the bible uh, during maybe the Greco-Roman Empire. Um, anyway, so learning slowly, steadily, um, but still learn and prosper. Um, you know, lots of learning going on in my life, randomly at times. Um, unfortunately, the Bible reading is just sporadic, but I'll read a chapter here and there, Isaiah you know, throne room of God a lot and seeing that and, uh, different New Testament passages and just working on some projects and just trying to bring everything together in a capstone kind of handbook possibly, um, just to really create a resource, but, um, still praying about it and looking into how to create something, um, useful and, long long lasting even for myself but for especially people going into seminary uh praying about that maybe something that I would have liked to have um or something that will be helpful um just for being a Christian following God in a genuine way and I'm talking east west uh, Protestant restorationist, uh, all of the above. Um, 
So many angles trying to take just to think, uh, be a thinker, but also learn and prosper, even if it's just, you know, not necessarily a special thing, but just a common thing that would be in a, you know, a fun Bible project just to be working on, um, my own devotions. And then, um, uh, I think one big thing, uh, as far as doing your devotions and just working steadily along, uh, just the, the mentality of working steadily, not giving up and working insanely hard and then giving up, but like working steadily, working hard, steadily, trying not to quit. Obviously you got to learn how to rest properly. That's a big deal. I've been learning about, I think the Heidelberg catechism had something in that, the question answer, um, about the Sabbath and, I'm pretty sure I was making a ton of noise at the time trying to listen to that. Um, audio is really helpful for me uh, when I'm doing stuff. I like to sit down and read, but honestly, I wish I had more time in the day. If I could stop the sun, like in that Bible verse, to defeat the Philistines or whatever, I would. Just so I could read a book, you know. Uh, you have to look that one up, Google it, you know. But, um... Working steadily, just prayer time, Bible time, and even even though it's hard, just doing it and always having the foundational aspect of thanksgiving um, in the process. It's not even a process. It's just it's not the right word. I'd say it's just it's just a thankfulness of just worship. Um, worship would probably be a better way of putting it it's not you're not getting prayer time bible time you're just worshiping and you're yeah you're praying that we may not fall under into temptation or or getting in the bible so that we can correctly divide the word of truth and uh delight in law of the lord like psalms one talks about but we're praying for a plan um really you're just kind of constantly you know making plans a noble man makes noble plans and by noble deeds he stands and Isaiah talks about that and and just God's purposes that's what we want we want a plan full of God's purposes uh his his promises his uh, I'll just add that you looking for his commands, his promises, and, and really what's the principles behind that and what's, what's the purposes that he has, you know, within those contexts, um, and then having that take root and just, you know, trying to get out of the life's potholes or the patterns of this world that we get caught in. And, you know, it takes, if you ever drive a lot, um, there's that one country song, a new country song where you got to like rock, uh, uh, get, get a truck unstuck on your piece of land or whatever. Uh, I don't even know. I think it's a new song. It doesn't go like that, but part of the song is talking about like getting your truck unstuck on your, your land or something. I just, 
I was thinking of a buddy's house where we used to get our truck stuck on literally his little piece of land. It's like all he did was hunt on it and get our trucks stuck. <laughs> it's stupid, but it was fun, you know. And so sometimes you got to rock, you know, out of those patterns of this world. I I don't think it's necessarily gonna happen overnight, but like right now, I gotta go to bed, I gotta sleep, but um, just doing this. Bible talk walk and we gotta make a plan that's uh just full of scriptures and purpose and I think getting advice about all that is important too and um it really brings up you're gonna like talk to people that you wouldn't normally talk to about things that are difficult and they probably have good perspective uh good advice and it, honestly that to me, that's impossible. It's just like you think so much about your reputation or how you're talking to people, or and when you get advice from them, uh, an older, wiser person, you just you feel like whatever they say, you're just gonna it's gonna be horrible. But then, I, the times I've done that, I think it's been successful and helpful, and you know at times hurtful because honestly, a lot of people they might. You might, uh, you might hear them and you may even be, um, it, it may be impossible to hear them and not really let it sink in or they, a lot of times they might be completely wrong, but that's why, uh, with many advisors, victory is sure. And so it's good to get a lot of advice. Um, and, um, just to conclude, I think just a big thing about staying close to Jesus and um, not just, yeah, in the Bible and the prayer, but in just like, you know how you treat a friend, you treat a friend well, you don't treat them, you don't think about them negatively, you think about them like your friend, you, you, you like, you're there to defend them and be defended by them and just to be uh, united and so focusing on that disposition throughout your day um, something I want to probably do more um, meditating and uh, on that and his kingdom I'm not talking about like getting into the saint worship and everything but it's actually really encouraging learning about uh, people that have been saints, uh, not necessarily in the saint uh, worship kind of potential heresy that Heidelberg Catechism might start pointing out, but um, in one section, but the uh, more like the you know I read about Ambrose and uh, how he baptized Augustine and Augustine. You know, I definitely think he's great um, as far as the great theologian and so much to learn, so much I don't know about him. Uh, I definitely learned a lot and connected a lot in a lot of different ways. Um, coming out of a church that I thought wasn't necessarily read on, um, kind of his defense against Pelagius, which the church I was in was kind of, in that ballpark, uh, not his many cult he was in, where he was in 
before he was a believer, that was a little different. <laughs> More like my high school years, but not no no cultic things there, thankfully. Well, anything that's outside of Christ is you could say that's not right and it's kinda like you know, not a cult, but it's wrong. So anyway, um you know, focusing on his kingdom and you know um I like just keeping the early church in mind, even thinking about the liturgy of the uh, I really appreciate the uh, Western Rite Orthodox. It's really interesting. Um a lot of them are just like Southern Baptists that have basically appreciated the liturgy of um, the East and West, and that's pretty cool to learn. Um, I don't know if there's like a tradition of men that might get tied into that too much, so that's why I'm kind of careful. But they make good points, and it's like, but there's, I know there's, there's more to to it than just um, patterns that are religious looking but you know you gotta be in the world but not of it you can't just be like separated but you can't be getting sucked down like a lot of these lay laymen um, there's just there's so many issues <laughs> There needs to be way more pastoral stuff going on. Not like pastor, but like talking to people, like counseling, pastoral. But not counselors, just like people that care and intervene in people's lives. And just literally get to know people and help them out in the church. Um, and, you know, just community like that. Uh, it's hard, but... There needs to be more of it, but not in a, not in a, it's just, it has to be the right kind of way, uh, where people are just being kind of genuine about it, and, yeah, um, loving God, loving their neighbor, being patient, kind with one another, and, um, not trying to expect expect anything in return, and, you know, going above and beyond. But another thing I was thinking about with the one of the core doctrines of the Eastern Rite was the uh, head into the heart, and I think that's great, but. Um, I think it's, folks, if your mind is on Christ, then his headship kind of coming into our heart and having that perspective, then the war is already won. We don't have to get caught up in dualism, which that might be uh, probably the potential for a lot of churches. Um, but there's so much I don't know. And yeah, sure, I could be wrong about it all, but I do know. Jesus loves us, this we know, or the Bible tells us so. So, shalom.